0: Sometimes you need to feel the pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined inside of you. God says in Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Graduating class, hear me well on this day. When you, at this day, when you have reached the hilltop and you are deciding on, on next jobs, next steps, careers, further education, you would rather find purpose than a job or a career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. When I dared to challenge the system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes with no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes or talents, when I questioned that method of portrayal, a different path opened up for me. The path to my destiny. When God has something for you, it doesn't matter who stands against it.
1: Welcome back, folks. Um, we come to you with uh, somewhat of a somber, uh, maybe hopeful, definitely darker episode today. Today, um, do and I will be talking about um, the unexpected death of Chadwick Boseman, a.k.a. T'Challa, aka Black Panther, Jackie Robinson, as well James Brown, Thurgood Marshall. You know, um, just some of the characters, some of the people he's brought to life and through his through his work. Um, this is words from Blurred. Blurred. Yeah. Um So I'm JT, and you know as always my co-host Adu, and so let's just get right into it, buddy. Um, yeah. This this was this was a blow to so many different communities, to the comic book community, to the Black community, to the blurred community, like to 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 movie fans in general. To just this this it it was an unexpected shock, I think, felt around the world.
2: Yeah, man, it just. It really came out of nowhere, man. Like, well, of course, to us it came out of nowhere, you know. To to his loved ones, you know, they may they may have uh, seen it coming, but to like to the rest of the world, it was just you know it was ran just on a on a Friday night, the news comes up, Trevor goes dead at forty three because uh, of colon cancer. Like,
1: literally, yeah, I had just I had just got home from working out when you text me. Had I had I heard the news? Had I seen what happened? Yeah,
2: well, I mean, um. No. I was just I was catching the very end of uh, of uh, Friday Night SmackDown actually, and the show ended, and I just I I just looked down at my phone. I literally I just looked down at my phone, and the news notification popped up. I'm like, wait, what? Like literally, my reaction. Was, what? What the fuck? What? What are you talking? And then I'm like, I I read it. I look at the the news source. I think it was like uh, CNN or or ABC News or some shit. So I'm like, okay, so this ain't no like this is this is an actual you know news source, and you know i, I just i was I was stunned for like ten minutes. I'm like what' Cause this, it was like it, it was like it came out of nowhere, you know
1: yeah, um I just remember like not believing it. I just remember thinking it was one of those celebrity death hoaxes. Um, that go around so often in, in these days but I I was taken taken back absolutely I just I was I mean earlier in the year I think around April Chadwick Boseman I think he had posted um, a video I forget what the context of the video was but I think it was Jackie Robinson Day. I think it was April. 2nd. Yeah, he was. Uh, so, yeah.
2: He was. He was wearing the forty-two hat.
1: Yeah, so it was Jackie Robinson Day, and I think he was celebrating Jackie Robinson and also announcing a partnership with someone. I remember looking at the video uh, not too very recently, like maybe a day or two ago. I just don't remember. I didn't finish it because it was just hard to finish. But I remember looking at that video back in April, and I was like, he looks. Sick, and I was thinking this because I was like, I know COVID. When a lot of people were getting hit with COVID, they were in the hospital and they couldn't eat. They were losing a lot of excess amounts of weight. So I was thinking maybe he got hit with COVID. That was like,
2: he, oh, you mean you retroactively thought that? Yeah, that
1: that's, was what, like, that, that, that's what I thought at that time in April. Yeah,
2: because wait, wasn't the video like way before COVID?
1: No, it was in it was April.
2: What? Oh, okay. It was was Jackie
1: Robinson day, 44-2, so it was of this year, it was April 2nd of this year. And it just, I knew, I was like, man, he looks sick. Maybe it's for a role, but he definitely looks sick. And he looked like, you could tell like his face was a little sunken in. And unfortunately, people took that video to kind of so to Joan on Chadwick Bozeman to kind of to talk smack and and you know this man was suffering silently, and he just didn't post much after that he didn't post any videos at least after that you know photos, so this man was just suffering silently, and people were just out here basically trolling cyberbullying like
2: you know how people on the internet do you know, little, little joke, jokes and all that.
1: It fucking, it was, it's absolutely disgusting to it think was. about it was, that. It was like, pretty fucked up. Yeah.
2: And I, I just want to, I, I just looked it up. I just want to uh, shout out uh, the, 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 the thing he was promoting, uh, Operation 42. Uh, he donated 4.2 million dollars in personal protective equipment to hospitals that serve African American communities that were hit hardest by the coronavirus pandemic. So you're right, it was it was back in April. I don't know why I thought it was like. Oh, uh, no,
1: you didn't believe me. What a It wasn't
2: that I didn't believe you. It, it just to me it just felt like it was a, a while back. I didn't realize it was it was like literally this year that that video came out, man. This 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 year's just felt so weird in terms of, like, time, you know?
1: This year is just ass. We just can't win. There's just so many things being thrown at us, giving us curveballs, so many people dying, so many people homeless, so many... It's just... And then to have such a such a bright, shining star, like Chadwick Boseman, the Howard University alumni. We went to HBCU. He was always, always... Uplifting everyone, but he was absolutely for the betterment and uplifting of his people of black people and of which you and i are are, are in that community and um it is it's, it's it's even a few days later this is this is a week later now it's friday it, it still seems surreal to even believe that uh, such a young guy forty three years of forty three years of age. Is is mm-hmm.
2: gone? Yeah, that's 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 part of the tragedy of it too. He really was he was he was young. He was he was young, you know. He was he really wasn't that old, and he certainly yeah. didn't uh, he didn't look his age either, you know.
1: Yeah, he he had a very, he was very youthful. He had uh, from what I could tell, a smile that lit up almost any room. He uh, he was he was a true he was he was black excellence personified. I would say. I agree. Like,
2: he, he went wonderful. from
1: small bit TV roles. I think he was on like Law and Order at one point. He went to small bit TV roles to working his way up, honing his craft, to eventually playing Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. Yeah. You know, which was a, a decent performance, and then he killed his next performance. You know, bi- biographical performance with James Brown. You know, and which is like, where
2: first saw him and I I loved his performance and Get On
1: Up. Yeah, Get On Up, man. I mean, he he learned that James Brown choreography. He got that voice. I mean, although he was he, I mean, he you know, he clearly wasn't exactly James Brown. James Brown was kind of a shorter, stockier guy, but. He personified James Brown for uh, a new generation for us, for our kids people younger than us like he brought a powerhouse like James Brown who I think had died a few years before the movie was made um, he brought a powerhouse like James Brown to the forefront of people's minds with his performance and with that movie and he, he, he knocked it out of the park I think I think he, I agree should have at least been at least been nominated for an Oscar. I, mean, I don't think he was. I could be wrong, but I don't think he was nominated for an Oscar, and he definitely should have been. And then, you know, Black Panther with you know King T'Challa, um, and no, just and, took and over Civil the world. War,
2: War, well, yeah, first Civil, and War. And Civil War,
1: yeah. first and Civil War, and and I, honestly, you know, when I'm thinking about his performances. I think he led kind of two totally different performances from Civil War to um, the actual movie Black Panther. Like, although they were the same character, like they almost felt like two different people played by the same man, if that makes sense. like.
2: Oh, you're right. Black it makes Panther. sense.
1: Yeah, Black Panther in Civil War was very much more stoic and much more, you know, a badass. Not to say that he wasn't in his movie, but he was much more of like a, a stoic, badass, silent type of killer almost, so to speak. And, and he was also seeking vengeance in that movie, where um, in his actual Black Panther movie, he was more so looking for redemption, looking to, to find peace and taking on a mantle and what it means to be a king. Not just to his f- immediate family, but to a nation like Wakanda. Uh, really?
2: Um, when, when I saw Civil War and compare it up against um, Black Panther, I kind of saw him as more rash. You know, because obviously he was very angry because his father literally just died. Like in, in the, like Black Panther in Civil War, right? As soon as he saw Bucky, it was on. Like he, as soon as he seen, we fighting. You know, as soon as yeah, I see and, and you, it's your ass. I, I, but the black pants in his movie, I don't think you know, he was he was he had learned from that experience, right? Right. He did, he had uh-huh. learned from um saving Zemo from killing himself, right? You know, he'd taken everything he had learned in the Civil War and from that I think he became more stoic and more measured in his actions,
1: you know. Hmm. Okay, it's a valid point. But regardless he was able to give such different performances while playing the same character and that is like that's why that, that's he, talent you know that is absolute talent um and apparently he i mean although he was fighting colon cancer even they you say, say uh, for, up to a week ago but a week before this, he passed they, they were saying he was you know fighting it and he was planning on getting gearing up to be T'Challa again.
2: Yeah, he was diagnosed in 2016, right?
1: That's crazy to think about. This man's been making, he made about seven movies.
2: He's got another and, one coming out soon.
1: Yeah. And, and I think he might have done the recording for Black Panther in the Marvel animated What If series. I think he might have finished that.
2: The fact you that he was just doing all these movies and at the same time going through chemo treatment
1: and and, and multiple surgeries.
2: Yeah, silently, silently suffering, not le- not really letting too many people know. You know, uh,
1: uh, yeah, Brian Kugler
2: didn't know. You know. Uh,
1: no, no, no. He he knew. He knew because he said he didn't know the extent of his illness. So he oh, knew that there was something okay. wrong, but okay. he didn't know like how bad it was, and so. Yeah, it's it's absolutely amazing. This man diagnosed in 2016, and he's made about seven movies since, and I think maybe eight or nine now that you be talking about. Um, well, not maybe eight with whatever his last movie is that's um, coming.
2: Ma my ratings, like, Black Bottom coming out on Netflix. I'm not sure when. Though. The
1: way he was able to compose himself and to to just to just to power through and. And I was, I was watching um, Jesus and I was watching the five bloods and you couldn't tell this man's health was deteriorating or that he was fighting anything. It it was absolutely, it was interesting performance. Like it was, I didn't care much care for the movie, but he was, he was good in the role that he played. And I'm not sure if you saw, uh, recently, uh, Clark Peters, who played Otis in Defy Bloods, uh, he did an interview, uh, I think, with a British uh, news, and he was like, he was remembering meeting Chadwick and wanting to meet him because of, you know, Black Panther and Jackie Robinson and all this, and he remember like, seeing him on set, and he thought, you know, he Chadwick was soft and um, was being babied because he had people massaging his feet and his back and his girlfriend was there holding his hand all the time he thought Chadwick was basically like feeling himself hey. but looking back at it he like he really broke down because like during the interview because he was like I really misjudged this guy because I was thinking they were pampering him but they were taking care of him they, they were there because they wanted to be there for those moments if anything happened. And he didn't know, of course. So it is just Damn. amazing, the testament to the man that even on set, he didn't let up that he was sick or anything. His most recent movie, he didn't let up that he was sick. It's absolutely a tragedy. Yeah,
2: because acting is, I mean, it takes a physical toll on you. Right,
1: you know, yeah, yeah long times, physical, mental, spiritual. Your twelve-hour shifts. Yep, filming scenes 14, over and over
2: again. You know,
1: right, and you know it's it's physical because sometimes you know you have stunts you may you may or may not have to to do, and apparently Chadwick was a person who did want to do a lot of his own stunts. Um, he was a very um, sporty kind of guy he was into a lot of martial arts and he was like just just even seeing you can tell like from his performance in as james brown like he learned those dances this man like he did that split i don't know i guess how was he? maybe 30 38 39 and do, learning to do splits like that i mean this man was um dedicated to his very, craft, and you could tell he loved what he what he did. And very dedicated. There was he. There was nothing he'd rather be doing than what he was doing.
2: He he was clearly the type of actor who really put his all into every role he had, right? And right. and just to just to go back on your on your black excellence uh, comment, you know, I, I saw that his agent said that. He, he always wanted to choose a role that would give back to the black community,
1: you know he tell he, our stories.
2: yeah,, exactly. you know, all, look at all the roles he took, uh, Thurgood Marshall, uh, Jackie Robinson, et cetera, et cetera. You know he always wanted to choose roles that show the black community in a positive light, gave back to the black community. so even when he was you know just doing his job, he was thinking of his people, you know. In fact, Tim and uh, Tessa Thompson both once uh, turned down a slave ro- uh, roles in a slave movie because he felt, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't, he didn't want to, he didn't want to like show, you know, that you know side in such a negative light, you know. Right. It was, it was, it was, man, you know, it. and, and I want to, I want to make sure that, because Chadwick Bozeman, even movie-wise, he was, he was so much more than Black Panther. Absolutely. But at the same time, his role as Black Panther affected so many people, you know? It was a
1: cultural event.
2: It really it was a was. Cultural event. It really was, dog. And like I this I mean, you know, people might hear this and it might it might see, you know, they might roll their eyes at this or whatever, but Black Panther honestly, it really was more than a movie. Like so you you I'm sure you, you've seen that GIF of the the little kid dancing, right? The little black boy dancing? Mhm. I had no idea. And I'm sure this goes for a lot of people as well. I had no idea that the source of that gif was from a video of an elementary school, or a class, I guess I should say, full of, like, little black kids dancing.
1: Because they were going to go see Black Panther.
2: Exactly. Like, I I watched the original video, and I'm like, this room full of, like, little black kids literally dancing, showing pure joy, just because they get to see Black Panther.
1: Black Panther was about um... Giving people of color someone to look at and say they can do anything. He it was about the representation that it we was. hadn't had in years since maybe uh, I guess Blade, but Blade was kind of you know it wasn't even all black cast. This was an an almost all black cast,
2: and and debatably, I mean, debatably, Blade isn't even like a superhero necessarily, you know? Not not the way that like Black Panther or like Captain America or fight, fucking Spider Man are, right? You yeah. Know? I mean,
1: yeah. I mean yeah, he he he, he, he tiptoes on the moral line. Yeah. On the morality line for sure. But I I, God, I tell you,
2: man, if you can if you watch that video of those kids dancing and you just you don't even like you still don't get why Black Panther meant so much to so many people, I just I don't know
1: bro. It just gave them a face to finally match to their own. Yeah, you know. It it I mean, Black Panther. Thanks to to Chadwick and to Brian Coogler and Kevin Feige and all the cast, and it it really broke down the stereotype that black-led movies don't perform.
2: It did. It, did, cause it there's,
1: There has always been that stigma that black movies don't make any money.
2: Yeah, you know, oh, it's a black movie, so only black people are going to want to see it, you know, because there's always been that little thing, oh, if we make this all black, uh, all black cast, uh, no one else is going to want to see it other than black people. And Black Panther disproved that probably 10 times over. One of Marvel's right. most successful movies ever.
1: Yeah, that, that that's one of their, that's, that's probably one of the most successful first entries in a movie, like in a trilogy, in a potential trilogy. Like, I don't think any other Marvel hero besides Captain Marvel, like for their first movie, has mm-hmm. made over a billion dollars for their first movie.
0: All, Iron off Man the strength,
2: was, all off the strength of just seeing him in Civil War. He was, he was in that, and and he was instantly, he just instantly connected with audiences.
1: Absolutely. And man, it's just, and it it was very heartening and it was very just, it was beautiful to see damn near all, all the cast of like, not just Black Panther, but of fucking Endgame, you know, just like sending out their prayers and their wishes And even some directors he didn't even get a chance to work with were like, Mm. like this was a talent, this was somebody that I'm assuming they probably wanted to work with in the future. But it is just amazing to think, like going over Chadwick's history really quickly, this man went to school because he wanted to direct. He wanted to direct and he ended up acting, You know, I'm assuming he probably would have ended up directing later in life, but he ended up acting and he ended up giving the world... Amazing performances. He ended up inspiring uh, an entire generation or in generations to come of what they can do. Not what they can't, but what they're capable of, what they can see, what what representation should look like. He did so much with so with such a short career. It's it's a it's a true testament, a true testament to to the amazing person. To the excellence that he, that he personified,
2: and not just uh, not just what they can do, but also what specific roles you know you should think about taking, and or perhaps more importantly, not taking. You know.
1: Yes, about having integrity over just you know oh this is a role this is a role this is a role I gotta you know of course. That's what he did in the, of course, everything is an uphill battle. Like, of course, in the beginning, that's what he did. But as soon as he started to make a name for himself, he realized, I need to represent my people, myself, the stories we have to tell. I need to tell stories of cultural relevance, of historical relevance, things that, stories that should be told for generations to come. You know, that's what he wanted to do. And that's kind of what that's what he did.
2: And and you know like okay so directors and actors right especially the lead actors they always discuss and they talk with each other how they want to portray the character on screen right
1: mm-hmm.
2: so you got you got to think Ryan Coogler and Chadwick Boseman the theme of ancestors the theme of the themes of themes of death right they 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 appear throughout Black Panther. Civil war. And, oh, yeah, and Civil War as well.
1: Yeah, so well, His arc in Civil War. So yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So you got to think, you know, while Chadwick and Ryan Coogler are speaking, you know, they're talking about death. They're talking about ancestors. They're, they're talking about how T'Challa would still be grieving his father. This whole, you know, they're talking about that scene where T'Challa goes to the ancestral plane. The whole time in the back of Chadwick's mind, he's thinking, "I might, I might not make it, man. I, I I might I might die one of these days.
1: And I think While he's, I think while he's in, talking with them, you know. And I think in Ryan Coogler's like his letter to you know to con- very hear heartbreaking letter. Absolutely, he said Chadwick is now a part of the ancestors. He is one of the ancestors now. Isn't that Isn't that like ironic to think about?
2: It is, man. Shit. It was, it was, it was, it was like a, a collective grieving.
1: Right.
2: It was like everyone was grieving this man. It was, it was on, it was beautiful to see, man. Like, this, yeah. this, this man that has such an effect on so many people's lives, so many children's lives.
1: And I mean, and, yeah.
2: shit, man. The, 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 the video I saw of him, um, I can't remember where he was, but he was, he was talking about. There was these these two kids that were diagnosed with cancer, and they just, they wanted to live long enough just to see Black Panther, and Chadwick Boseman started crying, and he had already been diagnosed at that time, like that, shit. He was
1: visiting cancer wards while he had, he himself had cancer.
2: Yeah, that shit is wow, wow. He was, he
1: was,
2: he was a selfless man, bro. He was very, he was very selfless. I just I, right. I can't i can't imagine I can't speak enough about how selfless this man clearly was
1: right well we we're we're talking about his legacy we're talking about the things he's done, how selfless he is, what a great man he appeared to be and was, and you know how he elevated the things that we as black people can do in industry you and I uh seek to be a part of at some point um we talked we're talking about this, but we we gotta we gotta acknowledge the elephant in the room. You know what happens now with the character of Black Panther now that Chadwick is Bozeman is is gone. What are what options does Marvel have? Like what what would be the appropriate options that we feel would to go with? What what are those?
2: I have no clue. Um, myself. Uh, Black Panther Two isn't even in like pre-production yet. All yes, they did it is. was oh, it is. It is in pre-production.
1: Ryan oh, li- literally in that article, he's he wrote he had just finished the script for okay. with words he expected Chadwick Boseman to be speaking.
2: Okay, so for now it's just a script. Where, yeah, right? but it, okay.
1: it was scheduled to, to um, be released in twenty twenty two.
2: As far as what I think they're going to do,
1: uh, I think they're going to. What? Let's talk about the options first. What well, options yeah, yeah. do they have? And then, I'll i you can pinpoint what option you think would be best if you if you have one.
2: I mean, I, I don't know what would be mine. best. I have no idea what would be best, but yeah, options. Your, there's
1: your personal yeah your personal one. As far as
2: options, you... um, there's recasts, of course. Uh-huh. There's uh, making Shuri the Black Panther, which has been done in the comic books before.
1: It has. Um, There's M'Baku, people are saying.
2: M'Baku as well, yeah. Those are the only ones I can think of.
1: I mean, those are the only ones they really have. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't see them, like, mixing Wakanda all together. Like, oh, no, there was a no. massive explosion, all of Wakanda devastated. No. Um, all those options, do you feel, do you feel either of those? Which Which do you feel personally would you like to to see happen?
2: I would not mind seeing Shuri take up the mantle.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I would not mind that at all. Um, but as far as what I think they're going to do, I really think they're just going like to recast. I, I, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's what they're going to do.
1: How do you feel about it?
2: It's it's almost too early to say. It's a very it's a very raw feeling. Uh, yeah, this literally, it's, it was it's he, he died open. a week ago, like literally right. a week ago, bro. So it's like Absolutely. it's almost it's almost like a little too emotional to even think about. to even think about seeing someone else in that costume. It's like shit, man.
1: But we but, I, but when we when we talk about this, we got to think that yeah, even though it's emotional for us. It is a business, and they are already having these discussions.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And by the time the movie comes out, which at this point probably would be like fucking twenty three, maybe or twenty four, even, um, people will have probably been able to accept the idea of someone else playing this role. I, you know, I'm just I'm guessing, but yeah, man, it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be very tough to to see someone else.
1: Me, me personally, I think that they should recast, and I, um, yeah, Shuri has been Black Panther before, but again, that if we're following the comics here, it's a very small uh, source of an of you know very small source because she was the the Black Panther very briefly. She's she she hasn't had the the layered historic. Source material that T'Challa has had since since I guess the late sixties, early seventies, whenever he was created. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a mine of of um, of stories to be told of this character. Um, it is again extremely devastating that Chadwick is gone. It is extremely disheartening to imagine someone else in the role but at the same time if we're looking at this because we had to be objective at the same time if we're looking at this from a business perspective kevin feige Alan horn uh, all the people at disney they know this character is profitable they know that there probably has to be a grieving process to happen before things can proceed but the character of T'Challa is one that wasn't created with one with one actor in mind. Do you know do you understand what I mean? Like yeah, in exactly. this, in the 60s, you know, um, when Stan Lee and Jack Herbert created this character, he wasn't created with Chadwick Boseman to own to play him the one time and if he happens to die, that's it. Much like Spider-Man, even though none of those actors have passed away. Um, he's a very popular character, especially now. Um, there are literally, and I said this, there are literally hundreds of thousands of black actors struggling all over the world who would die at a chance to, to well not die, would do anything to, to have a role like this, to, to, to tell a story um, like this, and to, to step into a legacy into shoes that Chad Boseman has left it will be a difficult one for sure.
2: So I'll, I'll ask you this. Do you think they'll go with a uh, not super – maybe Definitely someone unknown. who's – Okay, so you think they're going to go with someone who's a relative unknown?
1: I think going with um, a relative unknown would be easy because, let's say, even though he's older, if Will Smith were to be cast as Black Panther. That's Will Smith. That's Will Smith. He has a he has a personality. He has a presence. Chavick Bozeman was much more of a chameleon type of actor. Will Smith has played multiple versions of himself. Mm. Um, so I feel like someone who is much more of a chame- a chameleon type actor, character actor, who can who doesn't necessarily have a pre known presence or at least a well a super well known presence in Hollywood, um, I think would be best because. Um, I, I just think it would be best. I don't I don't think having a super big night. Chad Bozeman wasn't a huge name. Yeah, uh, Get Out had just come out, Get On Up had just come out not too long before he was cast, but he wasn't a super huge name. So he was able to make the character his own, much like Andrew Garfield made Spider-Man his own. Tobey Maguire made Spider-Man his own. Uh, Tom Holland's making Spider-Man his own. So I all somewhat relative unknown names at their time when they played this character, much like, um, much like anyone who could play Black Panther will. Um, uh, I also have to think if Chadwick Boseman, you know, if he knew he were gonna die, right? I mean, he clearly didn't know how he was just fighting. He was ready to, to fight, right? if he had known and he had had to step away from the role because things were just getting too dire, he wouldn't have wanted the stories of to, to stop, mm. to stop being told. He wouldn't want this character who yes, he helped bring alive to die with him and yes, I think Shuri is a great character, but she is a side character. She's she. I don't know, I'm, I'm not saying that Tisha Wright can't hold her own in a movie, but I don't think that Shuri, the way that she's been set up for us is the right one to take on the mantle of Black Panther. I don't think she's, one, she's the one to carry a Black Panther movie. People also have been suggesting, oh, get the Infinity Stones, bring back um, uh, Killmonger. No, stupid. That is a dumb idea. But when you think about it, Killmonger was there to enable enable Black people to defend themselves through murder, through death, through use of Wakanda technology. So just because he's brought back to life, would, what, why would his ideologies change?
2: Well, when people were saying that, they also mentioned a redemption arc. So, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't completely shut my, like, if it was written well, maybe, you know, a, a redemption arc, possibly but, but all, if it was
1: written Also, well. if it was written well, yes, I agree, but um, in order to do that, they'd have to have all the Infinity Stones, right, to bring somebody back.
2: Yes, they would. You're right.
1: That in and of itself is a whole other movie you have to go through. Yeah. yeah. So I think recasting would be the best choice, in my opinion. Um, I think you, I, I think you honor his legacy by continuing the story. But again, these are discussions that need to be made in Hollywood that are being made in Hollywood. So whether we as fans, um, you know, like it or not, you know, we don't, we don't necessarily have final say. We do, we voice our opinions. Sometimes they listen, but the, we don't, some of us who aren't in the industry or who don't recognize the industry, they see it from this selfish perspective. Oh, I don't think they should do it. He was my Black Panther. Nobody else can do it. He killed the role. Like, yeah, he he started the role, but the role doesn't necessarily have to end with him. And those people are thinking from an emotional perspective, not a, a business one or um, a completely non emotional perspective.
2: I, I get it though, I get it though. I mean, right. you know, people because again, <laughs> we, we forget this, this, this again happened a week ago, so people are still, yeah, very, it's still pretty
1: wrong. People are yeah, still, you know, pretty upset and yeah. understandably so. But I just
2: I think you remember when Christopher Reeves died, right?
1: yeah what was that in the early 2000s? yeah, yeah.
2: I, I think so. for a lot of people in this generation, uh Chabot Bozeman dying was like Christopher Reeves dying right
1: yeah, but he has stopped playing Superman for a while after yeah. when he died. yeah
2: now. yeah, but still for for like what 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 would what, 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 would it be uh boomers that were kids?
0: Probably right?
2: maybe 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 Gen X. But probably mostly bo- for boomers that were kids when Superman came out, that was like Superman dying, you know.
1: And I get that, and I totally agree.
2: Yeah, it's, but it's, it's the characters, the
1: characters' stories still lived on. Yeah from from the low from the animated series to the um, what was that Superman and Lois or Lois and Clark the Lois and Clark series from yeah. the 90s or late 80s whatever it was. And then Smallville, which Christopher Reeve happened to appear in, yeah. Um, and then we had Superman Returns and Henry Cavill. I, yeah, uh, it, It's a, it's a, it's a hard choice. It's going to be a hard choice to make. It Absolutely, is. it is. I just, I think that because
2: if, if you remember, our, our first, mm-hmm. our, our first, I guess you could say, unofficial episode. of of this show was actually a Black Panther
1: review. You're right. right.
2: So I just, I just, it's so, it's so crazy to think about. Like literally, it's probably not gonna be on SoundCloud, but our first unofficial episode was a Black Panther review. And we were just, we were talking about Black Panther and like how we felt when we saw Wakanda, how I felt, how I kind of teared up a little bit when I saw Wakanda on screen. And all that right. you know that's it's crazy
1: man and let's not, let's not forget this was the first superhero movie to earn an oscar nomination yeah like man. not not yeah. for not for you know like the entire movie not not a performance not makeup but a move the entire movie in of itself Jeez. All right, well, let, let, we we've we discussed this. We, we mourn Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, we, we mourn, rest, we we mourn, we mourn. He rest, rest in, in peace. power.
2: Rest in power to the king, Chadwick Boseman. Nah.
1: Yes. Um, let's just take a quick five seconds just of silence. All right. Speaking of um, of actors wow. in Hollywood who are seeking uh, a change. Um, John Boyega recently had an interview, I think, with uh, British GQ. I think it was. Yes, it
2: was. It was uh, GQ. Absolutely.
1: And he was dis- he was discussing, um, you know, how his you know his character as Finn was um, had, was basically marketed as this person of color who's taking on a lightsaber, was taking on potentially a Jedi role, who has a larger role in the overall you know Star Wars universe you know because we had never seen people of color take on such a large role outside of Lando Calrissian who at best was a, a good side character and he was talking about you know Disney basically put shuffling he and Kelly Marie Tran off to the side you know all the people of color were pushed to the side and you know Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley those were the characters who were you know, given the most nuance, who were, you know, given the most character development. And he felt slighted, and understandably so.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, so he, he, just to summarize it, basically felt that Disney put him on the forefront, right? Right to, hey, it's got a diverse Star Wars, but they didn't really use Finn for anything very important. Right. You know, they didn't they didn't bother to develop his character that much outside of, well, he Yelly. uh yeah, he's a he's a former stormtrooper, and he has a crush on Rey, and but also that's... Kelly
1: Marie, but also what was it? But also Rose.
2: Yes, Rose as well.
1: And he's, and then it's uh, it's upsetting because we find out after the fact. Like I think we spoke, to, like there was some writers for the movie or something, or maybe a mini comic. I don't remember. And they basically alluded to um, what what Finn had to tell Ray in the Force Awakens was that he was Force sensitive. Which I must be,
2: maybe I'm just dumb because I saw all these people after. Uh, <clears throat> walking out of Star Wars talking about, oh, Finn's force sensitive, Finn's force sensitive. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Where did y'all get that from? I I guess I didn't think Ray scream, Uh, And I was like, oh, I just thought that was corny writing. I didn't realize that meant he was supposed to be force sensitive.
1: You thought that he just, like, she's screaming and he just sees it and that's just, like, coincidence, like, He's imagining it at the same time it's happening. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, I, I, j- I
2: just, I just thought of, ex- that's exactly what I thought. I thought it was just corny writing. in Star Wars. It's this not is, like they're above that. This
1: is Star Wars. Come, this is, this is Star Wars. This is that is exactly why that was written like that because he is force sensitive. <sighs> You're clearly a big fan. Anywho, um, but yeah, he clearly was like shafted and he was like, um, and I know he he was probably bullied the most, like cyber bullied because of. Him being black, him being a stormtrooper, him—he literally said people were telling him he shouldn't be a stormtrooper. People were sending death threats. Like mm-hmm. he was the only one whose experience of being in Star Wars was surrounded about, was surrounded by his race.
2: Yes, I, I, yo, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give it up to John Boyega, bro, because he's been out here like putting in work, man.
1: He's like, out here not giving a fucking speak it up vocal. Yes,
2: I I love that energy. If you remember when the uh, when these uh these uh brown of uh Black Lives Matter protests was first starting up, he was one of the big names that was literally out there. He on was, the He was he was one of the frontliners yeah, yeah. in,
1: in in London, yeah. Yeah,
2: and, and you have people. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it a buck. Y'all might get mad, but it is. It's mostly white nerds. On Twitter and shit, telling him that he should, you should be grateful that you're in Star Wars. You you should be thankful. How how dare you? Because it, it's just like, come on. Like, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like Michael Rappaport randomly talking about, oh, he, he should be grateful to be in Star Wars. Why are. Mm-hmm. Yes, Michael Rappaport. Oh. I don't know why Michael Rappaport is even talking about anything John Boyega is doing. But, like, are you serious, man? I
1: didn't know that, but...
2: Oh, okay, his exact words... Uh... Yo, my man. And this was on Twitter. Yo, my man. Uh, I, I just want to point out that for some reason, Michael Rappaport has him, but with six nine tattoos and a six nine wig as his profile picture. I just I just want to point that out. Yo, my man. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he, yeah. Yo, my man. You have done so much in such a short period of time. Congrats. But you ain't the first actor to have an unnuanced character in a Star Wars movie. Hashtag Benicio Del Toro. Welcome to show business. Shit doesn't always go your way. And John Boyega simply responded, Did you read the article? So, you know, I, I just, oh, he responded, Yeah, I read the article. That's why I tweeted you. It's show business. Things don't always work out the way you plan. Happens to all of us. Again, be grateful for all you've done so far, which is a lot more than tons of great actors of all races who we'll also had bulls cut down and will continue to. John Boyega said, "Smiley face, no, thanks though." Yeah,
1: that regardless. um,
2: I don't know. um, I don't know.
1: John Boyega is is greatly appreciated because there 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 will there can be no change unless these people who have names speak out, and people are so used to conforming to the business because x because x y and z can take your career and ruin it or 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 kill it or blacklist you or blackball you whatever but
2: that's that's what he said he was scared of if you remember he was like I feel like I might not get any roles after this but I don't really care because y'all are killing us out here
1: and I feel like that's not true I feel like because of of what he's saying I feel like he might get more roles and especially
2: oh yeah yeah a bunch of directors said hey we got you
1: yeah, especially because of the time we're living in right now. I feel like we need Black, black voices, Black actors, and John Boyega definitely putting a, a spotlight on himself. And, and the business is paying attention, I think. Now, I'm not saying that they're conforming or they're changing as, as fast or as quickly as they need to but I think that they're paying attention and um, you know even actors like Ray Fisher who spoke out against Joss Whedon and his his gross um, uh, direction while you know reshooting and re-editing yeah. um, you know uh, the Justice League as many people like to say
2: it was, it was very um, disappointing to hear that
1: yeah, but yeah, I, I, I'm glad that these these black actors, these black men, these black boys—they're speaking out because they are gonna make it so much better for the next generation, the next group of people like like them, who are just gonna be coming to Hollywood just fresh into it, and they you know they don't nobody wants to listen to their ideas, nobody wants to give them full fleshed out characters
2: almost uh, carrying on Chadwick's legacy in a way, you know? And I, I want to I wanna point out what Boyega said specifically in the interview that everyone was uh, focused on because I think it's a very important point to make. <clears throat> you get yourself involved in projects and you're not necessarily going to like everything. But what I would say to Disney is do not bring out a Black character market them to be much more important in the franchise than they are, and then have them push to the side. It's not good. I'll say it straight up. You guys knew what to do with Daisy Ridley. You knew what to do with Adam Driver. You knew what to do with these other people. But when it came came to Kelly Marie Tran and when it came to John Boyega, you know fuck all. And he's right. Like, like, Like we were saying, you know, it's like you're doing the work of – getting a diverse cast, but not bothering them, not bothering to actually use them. You know? That's messed up. Because you want to, like, you know, you want to get the pat on the back for, like, casting non-white actors, but not bothering to, you know, not bothering to, to actually give them something to do in the movie.
1: Yeah, it seems like Disney... They they like the the look of inclusivity, but I'm not entirely sure they want like actual inclusivity. Like they want to appear inclusive, but I'm not entirely sure that um, that whatever like because when you think about it, d- damn near all their movies have white leads. Mm-hmm. So I mean, of course, Mulan has to have black, ha- uh, an Asian lead. Of course, Black Panther has to have a black lead, but Star Wars, it can have a black character in it. Is he the lead? No. So I really think Disney kind of has to work on, on not just preaching inclusivity, but actually, you know, teaching and believing inclusivity, because there are so many shades of people on this on this earth that are more than just white that they need representation those kids need to see more than just white princesses and maybe the one black princess and the one polynesian princess in milan we need diversity inclusivity we we need disney to just really get on the ball if they're gonna if they're gonna dress the part they damn near need to be the part mm-hmm.
2: I mean, we've all seen that uh, Star Wars poster from China, right? That had John Boyega, who
1: is—I uh, think
2: it's fair to say. Well, yeah. First of all, black, but I also think it's fair to say he's probably like the the second lead in the movie. In,
1: uh, in the, the, Force the, the Force
2: Awakens, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, second lead, right? He's microscopic on the poster.
1: And you know what? What even I forgot they, they said. Uh, I forgot they also mentioned. What's the other actor's name? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac's arc as a character was like very greatly diminished. And although he may like appear white, he's actually Cuban American. So the world just needs to open up and embrace the diversity that comes with other skin color because other skin color attracts other skin colors. That's just facts. That's just facts. And it's been proven, you know, and even with Jordan Peele's movies, you know? So I really think that moving forward, or I'm really hoping moving forward, Hollywood really takes an initiative to diverse hire, not just diverse hire, just for the sake of diverse hire, but hire those people who are qualified, who who are also Black, also Asian, also Latino, also Indian, Native American, whatever. But they, they, they just, don't, just don't hire them just for looks. Hire them because of the content of the character and what they're able to do and bring. Because as we've seen now with um, Misha Green, I think is mm-hmm. her name, on uh, Lovecraft Country. She's the showrunner. That show is getting phenomenal reviews and, and views, and especially even from us. And you know, we and we have we haven't mentioned not one time that she, you know, is that the show is run by a black woman, but it is in actuality, and I think maybe it's better for it.
2: It is, it is, and you you need to have diverse voices in this industry, diverse, uh, because there are diverse, um, yeah, exactly, diverse viewpoints. Diverse characters, but it's not enough for them just to be diverse. You have to actually do something with them, you know.
1: Build on Give their them, stories.
2: Build on their stories. Give them characters.
1: Flesh them out.
2: Don't just have them to put on the poster and then don't do anything with them in the actual film or
1: show, absolutely. you know. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: Because yeah, at that point, you're just uh, you're you're checking boxes without doing the work.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, yeah, man a um, uh, shout out to John Boyega you know um, just you know just being outspoken you know we need more of that I, I, I fuck with John Boyega he's good people oh, um, I guess this is the end of the show so you know go ahead and give the people the socials bro
1: okay you can follow me on Twitter at R8 Y Fisher okay Okay. You can also follow me on Instagram right. at John Boyega. Okay.
2: You know, yeah, I'm fine with that. You should follow those too. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Twitter and IG at a Do underscore Man. That is one a two d's one o underscore M A N. Follow me in PSN at Nance. That's one a two d's M A N T. Well, the show Words and Birds, Spell it out. Sounds.
1: Anywhere words. you listen to Podcasts. Spotify. Yep. Apple Podcasts. Yep. Everywhere. Google yep, us. Yep. Yep. All Google that. Us, All
2: that. Follow us on Twitch. Stream some words. Uh, stream some games sometimes. You know, we have
1: stream people. us, ho. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, that's everything. Um once again, rest in peace. To
1: Long live the king.
2: Black Lives Matter All Hail
1: the King. May he rest in power. Mm-hmm. And we thank you for the stories you were able to tell in your short time here on this earth. And we will continue to 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 fight that fight and tell those stories. Because not you didn't start the movement, but you damn sure excelled it. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman.
0: Peace out. We will work to be an example of how we as brothers and sisters on this earth should treat each other. Now more than ever, the illusions of division threaten our very existence. We all know the truth more connects us than separates us. But in times of crisis, the wise build bridges while the foolish build barriers. We must find a way to look after one another as if we were one single tribe.